Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Count it all joy. Hallelujah. Can you clap your hands and celebrate Jesus with a big hand this morning? Can you clap your hands and celebrate your Lord and your God? Hallelujah. Let's take our seats. Can we celebrate the great Samus this morning for that powerful ministration? Glory to God. It's not over. It's not over. Amen. Praise God. How was your week? Let me ask your neighbor, neighbor, how was your week? Hallelujah. It's not over until God says so. Amen. Praise God. Can we have the light back? Hallelujah. Psalm 126 this morning, as we look into the word of God, Psalm 126. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Psalm 126. I'm going to be reading from the NIV. NIV. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 126. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you're not there, say wait for me. Or as we have a few wait for me's. Hallelujah. So the strings, the strings is too hard. Hallelujah. Psalm 126. So you can play very, very softly. Psalm 126. It says, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter. Our tongues with songs of joy. Oh, I thought you say amen to that. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for me. The Lord has done great things for me, and I am filled with joy. Restore her fortunes, Lord, like streams in the river. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with the songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that you will bless your word this morning. Let the entrance of your word give light. Let your word deliver. Let your word save. Let your word liberate in the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus. Let your word have a free course and be glorified in our midst in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and come against every distraction in this house in the name of Jesus. We ask that our hearts are opened to receive your word and all that you have in store for us in this season, in this time, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. And just say it loud, amen. 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 This morning we'll be having an anointing session for favor, amen, for financial favor. Glory to God. But before we go into all that, I would like to speak very briefly on spiritual ways to break financial hardship. Spiritual ways to break financial hardship. God has a financial system. 
God has a financial system. God has a modus operandi where experiencing financial abundance is concerned. Everything you see in the Bible, everything you see play out in the lives of people, in the lives of men, is because they are following certain principles in the word of God. Glory to God. There's an established kingdom way to break free from the hold of poverty or not enough in a man's life. There is an established kingdom way. There are natural ways, but this morning I want to narrow down to kingdom ways, praise God, to break free from the hold of poverty. Glory to God. Now, if you walk God's financial system laid down, it will work for you. Nothing just happens. Are you in church this morning? Are you in church this morning? Nothing just happens. There is a process that God has put in place that if you and I follow the process, the results can almost be, be predetermined. Glory to God. The first spiritual way that God has set in place to overcome financial hardship is prayer. Prayer. Now, let me say this to you this morning, that money is spiritual. Money is spiritual. And sometimes, as Christians, we do not take our financial destiny seriously. Because we are of the opinion that whatever will be, will be. So that's why you see people who are working day and night. You see people who have a job. You see people who run businesses, but they have nothing to show for it. They're just working, you know, observing the different things they have to do. They wake up maybe 4 a.m. Some people live on the mainland. Some people live in Abulegba and work in Aja. There are people who are involved in doing things, who are hustling, who are working hard. But they have little or nothing to show for it. Glory to God. So we have to understand and engage the force of prayer. Because money is spiritual. Money is a spiritual tool, glory to God. And the earlier we understand that as children of God, the better for us, praise God. Amongst other things, it is finance that you can use to push the frontiers of God's kingdom. Glory to God. And you need to understand that the devil is aware of this. And he will do whatever he can to hinder you from having these resources. Because money is spiritual. If you read the Bible, you would see God was speaking. He said, you cannot serve God and mammon. So mammon, which refers to money or material possession, is the only thing that God puts side by side himself. Are you in church this morning? When the devil was going to tempt Jesus... He said to him, he said, if you will bow down and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world in, this, in a second. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? So, the devil understands that for you to access some level of resources, there has to be a form of bowing down. There has to be, make no mistake, don't be naive. Everyone you see doing well 
doing big things, having stupendous money, they are bound to something. You cannot be on the fence. I'm telling you the plain truth. If there's anyone who you think is a billionaire today, who you think has real money, I'm not talking about, you know, you, you, you are still believing God for a church card. I'm talking about you, you, you have real money. You have real resources. Real resources that you can lend to nations. They have bowing down to a God. There's a system that does not enable you to have a level of finance until you bow down to someone. Until you bow down to a God. And that's why if all you know is God, if the means that you have in your mind is God to access financial abundance and prosperity, then you have to hold on tight to him. Somebody was telling me because of the week that pastor, you know, you are okay. See the way you are praying. I said, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Sometimes we think we are okay because we are measuring ourselves with some other people. But you see, there's a level that you get to, all right? Where, see, where we are going to is to lend to nations. So all these ones that, you know, you are still trying to sort your rent, you're trying to still get a car, you're trying to pay your house rent, you can be at that level. But where God is taking you to is the level you will lend to nations. Don't you say a loud amen to that this morning. And that's where you're going to glory to God. But you have to contend for it in the place of prayer. It's not just going to happen. It's not just going to happen by hard work. It's not just going to happen by strategy. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Against principalities. Against powers. Against rulers of darkness. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Glory to God. The devil knows the havoc. The threat that you are to his kingdom. When you have resources. When you have financial resources, you can, you can do more havoc to the devil's kingdom. You can do, imagine that everybody here is a millionaire. Who will not be in Durban. So you need to take your financial destiny seriously. And take it to God in the place of prayer. Let me say this to you. Poverty is one of the cause of the law. Galatians 3 says, God has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Be made a curse for us. But it's written, cause is everyone. The hands on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham is upon the Gentiles in Christ. So one of the proof in Old Testament that a life is cursed is that that life has financial lack. So if you're here and you have some financial lack, don't, don't take it lightly. Don't just believe 
that it's okay. It's not okay. Someone say it's not okay. It's not okay for you not to be able to pay your rent. It's not okay for you to be saying sub for me, sub for me. It's not okay. It's a bad thing. It's it's it's, it's demonic. So you must get to that point where you poverty annoys you. God punish poverty. So even though I'm not saying you should go and steal, what I'm saying is that you, you the Bible says when it gets to a point, right? When you cannot take it again, you will break the, the yoke from off your neck. But some of us are still, you are still friends with poverty. You are still friends with lack. You enjoy being broke. You still enjoy texting people and saying, raise me. You should, even if you are at that point, you must, you must repel that. That can never be the will of God for you. It can never be. It can never be. It can never be the will of God for you. So prayer, engaging God in the place of prayer. Jabez cried, hold that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my course. He cried to God. He was tired of his financial state because he was born out of sorrow. Glory to God. And you must get to that point in your life where you cry to God and say, God, something has to give. I can't be here. I can't be living from hand to mouth. Glory to God. Several years ago, I said, I said, God. I said, God. I said, God. These are children. Fine children. Fine wife. God, something has to give. Something has to give. I can't live my life like this. I cannot continue living life like this. It's not scriptural. I cry to God. Engage God in the place of prayer. God, something has to give. Something has to give. And when you pray to God, God drops instructions in your heart. The Bible says, Isaac sowed in the land. And in that same year, he reaped a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great. He went forward until he became very great. So what just says, the man prospered. He began prospering until he became very prosperous. Someone say, God punish poverty. As soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth. So you travel up to a point that God will call a meeting in heaven and say, Angel Gabriel, Angel Mike, if we don't help this guy, they will call an emergency meeting and say, the way this guy is praying, it's like this guy is still tired of poverty. It's like he's very tired of poverty. We are praying to God and we are having 30 days of praying in tongues and some broke people are not joining. You know you are broke. You are broke. You are not joining. Who else should be there? Who else should be saying, Pastor, Pastor, can we have another one? But you are there. You are, you are watching Netflix. You are a problem to yourself. It's because you are still friends. You, still, you, you 
you've not repelled it. You are comfortable with being, with being poor. You, you are okay with it. Maybe you have an uncle in Germany. You are okay with it. You can't, you can't, you've not taken your life in your hands and said, God, something has to give. Something has to give. Glory to God. Someone says, oh, if everybody is rich, who will not be poor? Everybody cannot be poor. Even the Bible says that the poor you have among you, must that person be you? Must it be you? Must it be you? The Bible says, he led them forth with silver and gold. Over six million people. And there was no feeble person. How many are we in Grace Mead? He led over six million people with silver and gold. There was no poor, there was no broke person among them. Six million people. Over six million people. It amazes me. The way some people live their lives, they live their lives like they have another God. Pray. Sometimes, they, they pray in tongues challenge. Sometimes, by God's grace, I've not missed 20 hours. It's 20 hours, right? I've not missed anyone today. No, today is 21 hours. I've not missed any. There are people who, who are broke. They've never joined the prayers. And not that they are not joining, they are not even praying. I'm not saying that you have to join. That your perspective is tied to joining. No. But on your own, are you praying? You are still comfortable. <laughs> you, are, you are okay, honestly. And if you, if you don't take it more seriously, next five years, you will still be on the same level. And it's not a curse. He said, he said, when you're tired, you are you, you by yourself, you will break that yoke from off your neck. Are you in church this morning? Number two, spiritual way. Giving. Giving. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over, will men give to your bosom. Go and check everyone. Who has overcome financial struggle? There are people who have mastered the heart of giving. I've never seen any, any poor person who is financially free. There's something common. You know, some people say, oh, some people are stingy. No, they are stingy to you. There are people that they are generous to. Because you have made it that they are going to be your helper and they have refused to help you. And they will not help you until you put your help in God. I will lift mine eyes unto the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. You don't give because you have. You give so you can have. You don't give because you have. You give so you can have. If you are not a giver, it will be difficult, just like it is difficult for a camel to go through the harvest of a needle. It will be difficult for you to come out of financial lack or hardship. 
I mean, look at the likes of the, the Bill Gates, the Steve Jobs. These are people, they had a meeting and they said, now, what we want to be doing now is I want to be giving our wealth to charity. Association of Billionaires. So they are talking about there is no one who can overcome financial hardship without giving. You must commit yourself to being a giver. One of the reasons why God is blessing Grace Me financially is because we are a giving church. The things that we do, the things that we have done, that God has helped us to accomplish. A church of this size should not be accomplishing it. The things that we are daring, a church of this size should not be daring it. Because we know that we serve a God who is able. Because we are a giving church. Grace made tithes. As a church, we give tithes. Glory to God. We give sacrificially. Last year, or was it this year, we had Easter giveaway. Took care of close to 500 people. A church of this size should not be doing that. But we understand. That's why God, after the Easter giveaway, after the Easter giveaway, our income, she can bear me witness, multiply times 10 as a church. After the Easter giveaway. He that gives to the poor lends to the Lord. There are people here, a lot of people here are not working. A lot are not working. They are trying to get their, you know, to do things. But God is blessing the church. People give within Nigeria, outside Nigeria. They give to the work. I don't know how they are convinced. Glory to God. Because we give. When we we're going to get these chairs, we had we had we had nothing. I mean, these chairs are just no. We had nothing. I think it was about three hundred k. The first set of chairs, I think about seventy chairs or so. I mean, fifty chairs, something like that. Then I said, "Oh, we are going to get chairs." Then we we're contemplating: should we buy white chairs? Should we do this kind of chairs? We had a meeting back and forth. I said, "This is a, this is the kind of chair that my art really wants us to do," but because we had we had no funding, and I just said it that you know we want. As, as God would have somebody was in church who had come to church had not even been in church for I mean I think that was his first time and he gave over 80% of that money I mean we, we've had programs that the guest minister was giving us honorarium I don't get what I'm saying the men's program we had we had a men's program somebody came and a men's program I'm not sure we we're up to 50 and he said, oh, I just like the church. He gave the church 300,000. I can go on and on and on like that. Because we are not relying on our income. When what you don't have is not enough, you turn into a seed. That's what some people don't understand. They seed on what they have. Ah, ah. See, there are people that you enjoy at your bank account and you're smiling. <laughs> you don't understand. Many of you have been there. You just feel like, ah. then you now feel confidence. 
different things that God has helped us to do. I can go on and on and on and on like that. Glory to God. Say glory to God. You must understand that you must give to break free. To break free from lack. You must understand. Glory to God. Yesterday I stumbled on David's video of you know how he was saying that what he got. I think he said he got 201 million, then he had 50 million to give to the world. So I stumbled on it on Instagram. And for him, I was watching, I think it was Asna Chelsea, I mean Asna Liverpool, which unfortunately was ended up, you know. So when he was talking, I, I was seeing the I was seeing beyond what he was saying. Because there's a way somebody can speak and you can tell if they are faking it. If they are doing it for the camera. And I heard that the guy gives. I heard. How are you saying yes? Has he given to you before? I heard. There is no way you can be a giver and lack. There is no way you can be a giver and lack. God has helped us as a church. And next year, we're going to be feeding 2,000 people. Next year. If you like, don't give. For <laughs> those who have not been giving, you can see that we are moving. Keep your money. We that we are giving will keep prospering. <laughs> your money. Praise God. I said praise God. We give not because we have, but because we know there is a blessing attached to giving. What should I give? Give offerings. I remember about four years ago, four years ago, my offering was I think 1,000 naira. And I was praying to God. I said, Lord, just help me. Then the whole offering of the church was, I think, maybe sometimes when we have good offering, it will be 3,000. When we start church, June, uh, I think it was the first six months or one year, offering 5,000, sometimes 640 naira, sometimes 700 because we may not have offering to give, you know. And I was praying, I said, God, can, can you just bless me? And take me to a place where I can, I can really give. And I challenged God, I said, God, I'm going to raise my offering multiplied by four. And honestly now, I'm just so grateful to God. Just so grateful to God that God has given progress. So sometimes you just have to challenge God. You don't wait till your salary is increased, till you are blessed before you give the offering you want to give. You give the offering and then trust God to meet you at that place where you are. 
the, the things that some people, I mean, there was a guy who was saying that, you know, he was, he was bragging and said, oh, you know, you know what I, and let me say this, what you, what you give to God, it's only you that can tell if you are out giving God, or if you cannot even out give God, but it's only you that can tell if you're giving to God or you're just playing with God. Only you can tell. You know the Bible Jesus stood by. He stood by the offering basket and people were dropping their offerings. And there was one woman who dropped a widow's mite. And Jesus said, this is the one that gave the most. So it's not about what you give. It's about where you are and what you have decided to give to God out of what you have. The offering I give now, people who, are, who have the income that I'm, I have shouldn't be giving that kind of offering. But I'm giving it. I told my wife, I think it was last year, I said, I want to increase my offering times four. And I increase it times four. Sometimes it's not up to times four. But most times it is up to, up to that. And I believe God to behave. Sometimes I give that offering, there is nothing left in the account. But God has a way of showing up for his own. Give offerings. Number two, give your tithes to God. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to do a teaching on tithing, but I'll just touch on it. I'm going to do a strong teaching on tithing at Refresh this, um, this Thursday. The whole teaching on tithing on Thursday. If you have questions, bring questions. On I'm going to answer them, but I'll just touch on it this morning. Praise God. In the whole testament, your tithe belongs to God. It is one-tenth of your income. So if you make or if you earn 100,000, how much is your tithe? No, if you earn 100 naira, how much is your tithe? Say that again. If you earn 1,000, how much is your tithe? If you earn... 10,000, how much is your tithe? 100,000, how much? 1 million, how much? 10 million, how much? 100 million, how much? 1 billion, how much? But do you know that if you cannot give a tithe of 100 naira, you can't give a tithe of 1 million. You can't. The first billionaire in America, John D. Rockefeller, he said the very first person to reach the status of a billionaire was a man who knew how to set goals and follow through. He was somebody who devoted giving his tithe to God. There are people who are arguing, oh, tithing is this in the New Testament. He is not... See, go and check those who tithe and those who don't. And just oppose. You that you are saying that tithing is this, is that. Let's check your life. Make no mistake. If you're not tithing, you cannot be cursed. You cannot be cursed. A New Testament believer cannot be cursed. 
You cannot be caused. You cannot be caused. So, are we, are we, are we good on that? So, you are not tithing because you are afraid that you'll be cursed. When you tithe to God, you're tithing out of honor because you are acknowledging God as your source. Glory to God. Say, glory to God. And that's why Abraham gave Melchizedek the tithe of Hall. Are you in church this morning? So you are not afraid of being cursed. Oh, he says, oh, if you don't bring out your daughter in my house, you'll be cursed. I'll rip the fire, the fire. There's no devourer anywhere. But you're tithing because you honor God as your source. And there are people who even give more than that. It's like somebody gave you all those cabin biscuits. Gave you five of it. Right? And then you know you can cut it into two halves. And it says, cut one into two for me. How many of you here, you've given children something and you say, give me. And they say, hmm, hmm. Anybody you've experienced that before? You gave it to them. And the very minute you're saying, Can you give me, can you give Uncle Biscuits? And he say, mm, mm. So as the as the giver, I mean it will have music. <laughs> What's wrong with this one? Ah, that's where God is looking at some people. <laughs> what was for this guy? I mean, you're not ready, you're joking. That's the way it is. God is, you are just amusing God. He looks at you and says, Gabriel, look at him. <laughs> Glory to God. Next, give to the poor. Proverbs 19.7 he that gives the poor lends to the Lord. The next one, give to your parents. Some of you that live with your parents, they give you food, you are complaining that it's not, you are not okay, you are not filled. And you are over 21. Whatever they give you after that age, is you eat it and say, Thank you. Throwing tantrum everywhere. When I was 22, I told my mom, I said, Mom, Mommy, I don't want you to be giving me allowance again. I, I will sort myself. I'll sort myself. <laughs> I suffered. I suffered. I was in hope. Oh, ha, journey. Am I no? Can you come? Am I manic beragao? Like he's proud. He bloody day. Where has he got into? That he's already saying that he's not giving money. Ah, you know. But I knew that. No. Then when I go home, I will buy pure water. I think it was fourteen naira per bag. Then I will buy pure water. I will buy like five bags or six bags. 
and you know drop it you know where she puts her things and all that now I'll send her a recharge card 100 naira now I'll send it to her 200 naira I'll send it to her see guys if you're a guy especially if you're a man and you're working even if you're not working see Isaac said to children say go and bring me venison go and bring me venison that my soul may bless you. There are some blessings that comes from the heart. There are some that comes from the mouth. When I send something to my mom, and I, I, I call her, I say, Sherry, Sherry, God, you sent me. And then she, I say, ah, and you pray, and I say, ah, okay, ah, okay, what my law? When my, when my wife's mom is praying for her, she kneels down. She kneels down. It's a prophetic encounter. But some of us are just so familiar with our parents. How are you just ah, you don't you don't understand. Honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. There are people here in, in six months, one year, they've not sent a dime to their parents. You will be struggling. <laughs> You'll be struggling. I'm serious. You'll be struggling. You just realize that you are struggling. It's a, it's a structure that God has put in place. That my soul may bless you. Even if you don't have a job, you can send some, you can send a recharge card. Glory to God. Mom was going to buy a car. Those are the things that you should be dreaming of. Are you in church this morning? Glory to God. Oh, I need to run now. Praise God. Give it to your parents. Recharge card, 100 naira. Sub for them. Send 2,000. Send 1,000. Send 500. Send 200. I mean, if they were saying that some people sent him 200 naira, 500 naira. Understand it. Glory to God. The next one is sowing seeds. Sowing seeds. Now, if you read Psalm 126 that we read, you will see that there is a direct correlation between turning captivity and sowing seeds. It says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dreamed. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. The Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity like the streams in the city. Those that so. So the question is, how does sowing come into the equation? That's the question. 
Those that sow in tears will reap in joy. He that goes forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall what? Doubtless come back. Doubtless. It is an assurance that those who sow in tears will reap in joy. The reason you are not reaping in joy is because you are not sowing in tears. So you want your captivity to be turned around. You have to be a giver. Not just a giver. You must learn to sow seeds. You must learn to sow. <laughs> Glory to God. Sacrificial giving. The woman with the alabaster box. That was all she had. And she poured and lavished alabaster box on Jesus. Glory to God. In 2012, my wife and I got married. We had no car. Actually, we had a car. We had a car. We had a Primera 1994 that my mom gave to me. That car, we're not the ones driving it. The car was driving us. So we're planning to get married. And then I, was, I went to Abekuta to pick our things. I think it was a few weeks to our, to our, to our wedding. I went to pack our things from our mom's house, from their house. And on our way to Ibadan, the engine of the car knocked. She was in the car. The engine knocked. So people would say, ha, I said, you know, the leg of the wife is not good. This one, that one. The engine knocked. So I had to call a friend. He came to help me tow the car. And then, of course, we were living our lives under. There was no car and all that. And then she got pregnant. You didn't see that she got pregnant. I mean, I had nothing to do with it. She just got pregnant. You know? <laughs> Some of you didn't get the joke. And she got pregnant. And, you know, we were going to church. I mean, there was no car. She was heavily pregnant. There was no car. I mean, she was, was, was Johnson's in, I mean, but it was still, they just started. I think it was the fourth season. So it, it was not this big. So we were really struggling. So I began to pray to God and all that. And, you know, she was heavily present. We used to follow one of our friends to church and all that. And then they would, would walk to meet them on the express and they would, you know, pick us and all that. And it wasn't convenient because we had to wake up and meet their time and all that. It wasn't convenient. Maybe could walk fast now. Don't let them, you know, leave us and all that. You say, I'm, I'm trying, you know, those kind of things. And then I just got back from work. I said, baby, we are sowing a seed. So that seed, we are sowing that seed towards our car. And I said, we are sowing a seed of 20,000 naira towards our car. And by the end of the year, we are going to have our car in Jesus. He said, amen. Uh, that's fine. Then we began to trust God for the seed. 20,000 naira. Guys, Guys, it was a big deal. Pastor Dayo Shijiri has been here to preach before. He was living with us then. The day we got the 20,000 seed, we, we put song, we were dancing. Oh, Baba We were dancing, rejoicing. So the guy came out and said, What's happening? I said, We just got our seed. Say, wow, glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God, 20,000 naira, wow, ah, 
miracle. 20K was a miracle, guys. <laughs> it was a miracle. There was no, there was, I mean, there was no way we could have gotten, we were, we were barely surviving. So to get the seed of 20, it was a miracle. Then I packaged that seed, bought a white envelope, came to Lagos to see my past pastor, Victor Adeyemi. I wrote it there, put a sheet of paper, car seed. I put it there. Went to Lagos, saw him, and then I gave this, I gave this seed, and he prayed. And he said, Be it unto you according to you know your desire and all that. And I came to Ibadan. She was close to, I mean, close to, you know, she was going to put to bed. Was she trusting God for the car? She put to bed. This, there was no car. On January 4 or 5, I got a call that somebody just dropped a car for us in church. It was a Honda Civic 2004. I mean, probably why we know the car. Huh. I felt like, like I was called. Ah, I, I, I took the car. The car had AC. It was a luxury car to us at that time. And I drove the car to the house. Say, baby, guess what? The car is here. Does he say which car? Say, the car that we've been praying for is here. We have a car. Wow! Wow! Oh, baby, I love you. I say, oh, I love you too. <laughs> we have this anointing. It's there. It was a miracle. He was a miracle. A 20K seed produced a car. He was the, the faith behind the seed. It was not just the seed. Glory to God. You must learn when what you have is not enough. You turn it to a seed. Glory to God. You convert it to a seed. Praise God. May you not know lack in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me share something with you. Talking about seed. Let God lead you to sow a seed. Let God lead you because God does lead. So it's not every seed that yields returns, that yields harvest. You must be led by God. Some months ago, I was notified of, I'm sure... I mean, I just have to share this just to drive it home. I, just, I was just notified from the CEO of the church that, you know, we had an alert of, you know, I mean, a millionaire. So I said, oh, wow. Then I, I mean, said, who was, who is that? That's the way I've been inquiring about you. Say, so who is that? I said, ah, he's, you know, it's your wife. Ah, ah. I called her, I said, Ah, what happened? Said she's been trusting God that you know, I mean, you, 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 that, that, that she really wants to give her first million to God. Like, ah, wow. I said, okay. Said, you know, all my savings, you know, for the year and all that since months, you know, I mean, that I just, I just want to sow into the church. Ah, I said, I said, okay, 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 it's fine. God bless the seed in Jesus' name and all that. And that was it. When she dropped that seed, several things had happened after that. 
Several things. I mean, somebody, she put something on her status yesterday that uh, announcement coming. Somebody asked the what announcement again. Do, do you want to? <laughs> and an announcement is also coming. It's going to be coming like that back to back. You know why? The seed unlocked something. And that's why you must never get familiar. Say, oh, he's my husband's church. I always say, he's not my church. It's God's church. She gave that seed and everything. Released that book. Released that movie. Released this. I mean, she went to speak somewhere. GLS. Massive international standard program. She said she has never gotten that kind of honorarium in her life. What they gave her in that place. And not just that. I mean, now because of that, you know, speaking engagement, I now have a very good relationship with that pastor. And we, and we talk. And I'm like, wow. 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 Pastor of a great church. Just because of that, and only God knows what that relationship has in store. Only God knows. Only God knows. So you must understand the, the power. The, if, I, if I go into my own personal story, we will not live here today. There's no day, there's no day I've made it a culture. There's no day that passes that I don't give. There's no day. No day. There's no day. And it doesn't have to be money. It can be a face cap. I must give. I told God, I said, God, if you, if you take me beyond where I am, that was two years ago. I said, I will commit my life. I will commit my life to being a blessing to people. I will commit my life to being a blessing to people and to financing your work. I will commit my life to that. It was a covenant I had with God. Are you in church? Don't let your financial lack put you to a place of frustration. Let it compel you to sow seeds. Are you in church this morning? I can go on and on. I mean, my note is, 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 is a lot. Wow. It's a lot. Sow seeds to kingdom projects. When you take God's business seriously, God will take your own business seriously too. There are people who say, oh, it's because I don't have enough. That's why I don't give. You are making a big mistake. In fact, because you don't have enough, that's the more reason you should give. You give your way out of poverty. You give your way out of lack. That's the secret. That's the secret. That's the secret. That's the way to do it. Proven. From the word of God. Everything that represents lack in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is over from this morning. Every financial struggle. Stand to your feet. Every financial struggle. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It comes to an end right now. In the name of Jesus. 
God is still in the business of raising men. One of the brothers here was sharing a testimony with me. I think it was last two weeks or so of how that, you know, somehow he got himself involved in a debt of about five million naira. And he said, miraculously, the debt was cancelled. Miraculous. In this church, he's here. I don't want to call him out. Miraculously, everything that represents struggle in your life, I declare in the name of Jesus, God will make a way for you. In the name of Jesus, an end has come to every financial struggle now. In the name of Jesus, you will fulfill your financial destiny. In the name of Jesus, every cycle of financial stagnation, I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, by the power in the name of Jesus, such cycle is broken right now. Such cycle is broken right now. In the name of Jesus, every curse of lack, every curse of poverty, say you will not fulfill your financial destiny. I declare and declare, your soul is escaped right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, your soul is escaped from the snare of the fowler. You have escaped. You have escaped. You have escaped. In the name of Jesus. Every financial toiling in your life. Peter said, we have toyed all night and caught nothing. Every financial toiling, every financial struggle is over right now. It's over right now. In the name of Jesus. As you drop your nets, as you drop your nets again, you will enclose a great multitude of fish. Your nets will begin to break. Your boat will begin to sink. In the name of Jesus. There are people here who are operating under a curse. I declare in the name of Jesus, that curse is broken. That spell is broken. That curse is broken. That spell is broken. In the name of Jesus. As many people who are in debt, you are in debt. Somehow you found yourself in debt. I decree and declare every debt is cancelled supernaturally. 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 In the name of Jesus. You will enter next year on a clean slate. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everyone holding on to your money. Holding on to your contracts. Holding on to your business breakthrough. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. The Lord will unseat them. The Lord will unseat them. You will overturn and overturn. And overturn and overturn. Whose rise is it? Whose right is it? Receive.
upon my Zion there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession I decree in the name of Jesus possess what is yours right now possess that contract right now possess that grant right now possess that business breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus everyone holding to your funding saying you will not get it I declare and declare they will not be able to sleep they will not be able to sleep until they release what is yours shout the Lord and say man somebody from today I declare there shall be miracle alerts miracle alerts miracle alerts miracle money in the next 24 hours let the heavens open let the heavens open for somebody here it will come in form of a promotion double 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 in the name of Jesus let the Lord go ahead of you and touch the heart of those that matters those who are holding on to your, to your financial breakthrough I decree and declare in the name of Jesus they will release it to you in the name of Jesus can you hear me the loudest this morning in the name of Jesus For those in business, I declare, open heavens, open heavens. For those on a job, open heavens. In the name of Jesus, yes, you have been promoted. But God is saying, again, you'll be promoted. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This year, finance. Money will locate you. Money will locate you. For those who have abandoned projects because of finance. I ask in the name of Jesus. Shouts of grace. Shouts of grace for completion. Your hands have laid the foundation. Your hands will complete it in the name of Jesus. Every slow business. Every dead business. Receives the life of God. Can these bones rise again? Every dry bone, every financial dry bone begins to receive the life of God right now. As this oil comes on you in the name of Jesus, there will be massive open heavens. For those of you who have targets to meet, I ha you have targets, you have house rents, you have school fees. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, they shall be supplied supernaturally. Where you least expect help, help is coming to you from there right now. In the name of Jesus. Shikala Bahaya. 
Shika la bahaya. Every cycle of luck is ended by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. You are coming back with massive testimonies. Somebody here, the kind of money you have never made before. I decree in the name of Jesus. Before the end of this year, there will be open heavens. The Lord says to me right now, there's somebody here you used to have. You used to have. The Lord is saying to you, there shall be restoration. There shall be restoration. Your hair is growing again. Your hair is growing again. Can you shout aloud loud and say amen, somebody? Financial restoration. In the name of Jesus. Material restoration. In the name of Jesus. You will bounce back. Restoration with compensation. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if a thief is found, he will be made to restore in sevenfold. The Bible says, the devil has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, it will be restored in sevenfold. In the name of Jesus. Let there be an emergence of financial, financial pillars in Grace May Christian Center. We invoke heaven right now. We declare... Let there be, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In this house, you will raise men and women in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. From this week, that hanging fund is released. That hanging fund is released right now. That arguing proposal is released right now. That arguing research is released right now. They have said they will help you. In this week, they will be calling for you. They will be calling for you. Now how can we help you? In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshibeson podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibeson or at Gracemade NG.